The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. Deadly, thank you guys for taking some time to, to join us here in, obviously, hometown, Vancouver. I mean, you're yeah, born and raised in Burnaby, but you might as well just say you're from Vancouver, right? Oh, that's what <laughs> Well, man, thanks for having us, dude. When, when you sent me that email, just like selling me on all your credentials, I'm like, dude, you don't need to tell me anything. I already know who you are. <laughs> Dude, I've been a, I was a huge fan of you guys back when I used to work security at the mall. That's all I would listen to. Is like, oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I mean, box, man. when I read that email, I mean, I emailed saying, "Hey, man, come on!" And yeah, like you say, here's all my stuff. Here's all the yeah. reach I get, and blah blah blah. And, and when you wrote back saying that you're a longtime fan of mine, you listened to my show, my radio show at Seafox. I was like, what a trip, man! Considering, <laughs> yeah, no, long time fan of not only you guys, WWE, but just wrestling Perfect. in general, like to the point of. Um, now this might not have been when you guys were wrestling with ECCW, but Scotty Mack asked me to come and like, and be a guest, uh, a referee oh, okay. at the, was it Ukrainian hall there on, uh, Russian, and, uh, what is that? It's a Russian community center on fourth and Arbutus. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. And, and like midpoint of the, of the night, he comes up to me and he goes, Hey man, is there any chance for the last match? Would you let us? bust a chair on your back <laughs> and i was like what chair so he shows yeah. me this chair right? i was like yeah man go nuts right so he's like okay right. all you gotta do is grab the ropes take it with your back you should be fine you're a pretty big guy and it was right. fun it was awesome such a fun oh night. so yeah this is this is probably after we had left yeah i mean that, oh, it might even have been before dude like i'm talking like 2000s oh okay, okay. we started well, five yeah, it was probably right before you guys were kind of making the the ascent, getting into. Well, it's funny WWE when when we were making our climb up, and we can talk about this later on the podcast more. But like, I used to listen to you and Karen, and I'm like, man, we need to get on this show. Like, you know, you guys, you should have just it. reached out, man. We would have had you on like that, like immediately. <laughs> yeah, man. But yeah. thanks for having us, dude. Yeah, of course. Cool. Yeah. So, so uh, I mean, it seems like the obvious question. Question of being brothers and stuff. How old were you guys? Like when it first really grabbed you? How old? were you and like what's your first wrestling memory uh harvey i'll take this one i guess uh we, we both started watching i think my earliest memory of watching wrestling was wrestlemania 6 you know hogan warrior so that was the early 90s okay uh, i just vaguely remember watching warrior hogan highlights of that match and then uh and by the time wrestlemania 9 came around 93 las vegas yeah i remember the brett yokozuna feud and by then, me and Har, like, we both grew up watching Brett, obviously. So, like, yeah, right there, that early, early 93, definitely, that's when we were really grasped on. By the time WrestleMania 12, 
Brett Sean rolling around Iron Man match. Like we were, that's when we were hooked. And uh, Harv, I'll let you uh, carry on with this answer because I can ramble on all all night about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's like I vividly remember Brett. Uh, you know, being a kid and he was world champ from Canada. So it's like, you're like six years old and you're seeing this like, you know, hero, you know, Canadian hero traveling the world and world champ. And it was just, you couldn't ask for a better, like somebody to look up to. And, and as it got, as we got older, it just became bigger and bigger. And, uh, you know, and years later we're here, we are like, you know, good friends with him and emulating, you know, <laughs> a lot of his stuff and, you know, got to live our dream to, uh, certain degree about like how he lived his dream so uh uh it's, it's pretty cool it, it is really cool and you know like his name uh, the excellence of execution like he really is one of the best ever to do it right yeah no doubt and even when we were about to break into the business this is like mid 2000 and uh, i know i'm jumping forward a little bit but like you know everybody had heard of the heart family and the heart family dungeon so when we were looking to break into the business, we we're like, where do we go? And this is like pre-social media, pre, you know, you had a little bit of uh, AOL working here and there and whatnot. But, uh, <laughs> but like, you know, the Heart Family Dungeon is where we wanted to train. And I was lucky enough to get my start there in 2004, just before they sold the house. So I was actually down there in the dungeon with Bruce Hart, Ross Hart, and uh, right on that canvas where like guys like Jake Roberts, British Bulldogs, everybody kind of cut the teeth so uh very lucky in that sense so to my brother's point like and now brett's someone that we can just text you know like hey this is what we have and, this and is how idea. crazy is that right? yeah, like, yeah. what no. just randomly texting with brett hart yeah right. no, we, yeah so it's, it's like it's, he's more than just somebody we looked up to now now he's like a mentor slash coach slash friend so we're very blessed in that sense yeah totally i mean and and you guys were born in what uh 87 i think i read i was born in 87 you I'm 84. We're three years. Oh, you're apart. 84. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I guess was it still like the same? Like, was it Hogan and like <clears throat> Ricky the Dragon and and Macho Man and Elizabeth? Like those were all the ones that were making it. So you wanted to do the game. For when we kind of started watching it, and we were younger, Brett was world champ, and uh, the guys like Hogan and Savage are kind of they were gone to WCW by then. Um, oh right. Yeah. Right. So. Brett was world champion. Shawn Michaels was just coming up. And there was a lot of characters like Bam Bam Bigelow and Papa Congo. Right, with that <laughs> awesome shirt that he wore, the flame. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two years later, Steve Austin came in as the ringmaster. So it was like, it was kind of the, you know, wrestling was kind of like in the resurgence phase. It was kind of like they were rediscovering themselves. And by 98, you know, 97, 98, it was like the hottest thing in the world again. Yeah, really. No kidding. But the cool thing was like, I'm curious, like, as far as, like, performers within such a big company like the WWE, was there many people, like, trying to steer your career, or were they just more like, you know, here's the idea that we have for you guys and you execute? In WWE, you're asking? Yeah. Yeah, so in WWE, like, you know, like, we showed up as the Bollywood Boys, pretty much what we were doing on the independent circuit, uh, throughout Canada or around the world. Uh, so we showed up at the Bollywood boys, but when they saw that opening with uh, gender, as far as that uh, world tag world, world title run that they wanted to do and really capitalize on the Indian market, you know, if they if we were rebranded as a Singh brother. So it, at first, like, you, I mean, here's a multi-million billion dollar company telling you kind of like, Hey, like we want to bring you on board, but there's a little re revamp for you guys. Yeah. And our, our job as uh 
as a work, you know, em- employees, workers, like we, we run the play that the coach gives us. So, you know, that's the best way to put it. So we make the most of that opportunity too. So uh, Harv, I'll let you jump in as well. Yeah. Kind of going back to uh, what you kind of uh, were bringing up, like when we, like we got signed because of Triple H, um, you know, when he kind of took over NXT at that time, you know, there was this push for smaller wrestlers. There were just every few years, WWE has this, you know, they change their kind of game plan on, what they want and we were kind of right place right time there was this push for small smaller athletic guys uh, more of an international base and you know triple h gave us an opportunity you know and that happened and then there was guys like sean michaels again a guy who grew up watching he really kind of gravitated towards us and we built a good relationship with him he helped us a lot this last year just before we got released year and a half sean was very hands-on with mm. our and I would say it was the best body of work we did in WWE. And unfortunately, not a lot of people saw it because it was a more of a hidden show, 205 Live. Yeah, but we, were yeah. kind of, we felt like this was the best body of work and the big kind of break was coming. Uh, and Terry Taylor, another guy, I'm not sure you remember, the Red Rooster back from the... <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's another one of those great minds in wrestling and unsung heroes. And he, another guy, just really liked our work and just would always text us and give us ideas and feedback. So those were like the kind of guys that were, you know, kind of helping us push, trying to get us to the next level in WWE. Yeah. And you, you guys have been, I can't remember which one of you uh, mentioned uh, gender, but uh, gender Mahal, of course, going on to become the reigning WWE champion. Uh, and you're kind of managing through that time. And where, where does that stand? Like it must feel different than actually wrestling, but it still must feel great. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that was like, uh, again, you know, you get what you're given and you make the most of it. We were traveling the world and we were doing, you know, not all the time you would see it on television, but we were doing six months and on non-televised events. And we were traveling around the world with the gender. We were on a full-time schedule. Like, wow. yeah, I think I think we, we would come home for literally like less than 24 hours just to go back on the road. So, no. yeah, like the three of us were like just glued and we were just traveling the entire world and uh, kind of all was it's surreal it happened so fast you look back it's like man that was like four years ago three years ago whatever it was but it seems like just yesterday and uh again you know even if we were on the outside looking in we had the best seat in the house because you're learning from like guys like randy Orton that is in the ring with gender or john cena another guy that you know he another guy cena was you know he took a liking to us because he knew what we wanted to do after this run with gender and he was always there listening to our ideas and uh, a lot of people don't realize just it's not about what you see on television. It's what it goes on by, behind the scenes as well. Like, oh, you know, sure. it, yeah. So you're always trying to find the next step, the next move. And for guys like us who are like under six feet tall, under 200 pounds, man, to have a five-year run with the biggest wrestling promotion in the world, like that's not a small feat. Like most people last five months, if that. So five years for two guys from Burnaby, BC, who had a huge <laughs> dream. So I think we, we went well above and beyond what we ever wanted. Oh, dude, it's, a, I mean, as a local guy watching it, it's fucking amazing, <laughs> completely honest. Uh, so c- managing gender is pretty cool, but I mean, it can't touch that you guys are in WWE 2K19, 2K20, like right. how, I mean, being in video games, how cool is yeah. that? Like, do you remember uh, the first time you played as, as yourself? I, I, the action figure kind of stands out more than anything. Right. Uh, I was really, say, yeah, yeah, the yeah. action figure, yeah. Come on, like who, who didn't? I, I guess, like you, you always had those action <laughs> figures as a kid, right? Like the doll, yeah. and like King Kong Bundy, and like yeah, yeah. First, 
you'll no, you'll never forget it. And like the cool thing about the action figures is, uh, we got so many phone calls uh, from our family members back home in India. So like you forget, like man, like not only are we like forget about North America, like we got our entire family back home cheering us on and watching us. So for them to show us our action figures on FaceTime, be like, oh look, <laughs> we got your toy, and like you know, it's such a proud moment for not only us but our parents who were immigrants from India that came to Canada. Right. So it's like it's a it's like a American Canadian American dream story for sure. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Now, uh, where where does that sit in 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 the in the structure of like you know your career highlights? Could you nail it down to one career highlight, or is that just like no, dude, too hard? Well, Harv, I think you'll have one, and I'll have one, so I'll let you go first. <laughs> your highlight? Yeah, one. I think for me, it's going to be. Uh, uh, Madison Square Garden wrestling at Madison Square Garden sold out Christmas it was like we had a five-day Christmas loop like we flew out day of Christmas landed in New York and it's Madison Square Garden 20,000 people and I still remember it was we wrestled our truth for the 24-7 championship and uh and I just remember walking out you know I won I beat Gerb actually (laughs) (laughs) it was just a fun moment and but even like as fun as it was there's still that moment you take like man I'm walking out of Madison Square Garden with a WWE title with a logo on it and it's in my bag and you know you're I get to my hotel I'm like holy crap it's it's pretty cool I got two that stick out of my mind Todd if you don't mind yeah Um, of course yeah yeah yeah. uh, definitely wrestling at Rogers Arena you know um, GM place for some people so you know very first event we saw was in July of 1996 with our parents and for them to come back with us and to be able to have them watch us you know front and center in the ring performing live that's like you know for our dad and mom like you know just standing in in front of that in in the middle of the ring like for with them that's uh, up as a, Dude, as, a, as a parent, I'm literally like my hair on my arm. Ah, standing that's up. cool, man. So like def- Rogers Arena and then second would be Air Canada Center in Toronto because uh, Harv and I, when we were busting our ass trying to get to the WWE, real quick story, we snuck in past Air Canada Center security, lying to them that we were booked as extra talent for WWE, which we were not, okay. but we got to the back. We were hustling, handing over 8 by 10 promo pictures with our information behind it. Eventually, we get caught for not for being there when we are not told to be there, and we got kicked out of the arena. But we go back to Air Canada Center, and that's where we sign our full time WWE contract. So nice, yes. So it all came full circle. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. Uh, let's get outside of uh, wrestling and what you're known for just for a little bit here. So, um, you know, if if COVID's given <clears throat> us anything, it's of course time to be in front of the TV. Right. Which shows have you guys been binge watching lately? Oh man. <laughs> So many, so I, I, right? I really, uh, uh, I've been pursuing acting a lot. So been, I've been watching, uh, really got into Marlon Brando. Oh, really? Covered this, you know, old generation of Hollywood, just a uh, streetcar named Desire. Just watched that. I did, uh, watched it on the waterfront. I'm on a Seinfeld bench. Oh, I'm so never- I'm back to that right now too. So well written. So it's, good, man. It's timeless. And that's when, you know, comedy is done well when it's timeless. You know, yeah. some comedy back 10 20 years later and you're like ah it's not funny and another one is Frasier I watch Frasier yeah. again really well written and it just doesn't get old so yeah. uh, those are the few that come to mind right now but yeah. there's, there's uh, I mean there's almost too many to choose from yeah. you know and Game of Thrones all that stuff but yeah I think the stick out where I'm like I was like pleasantly surprised I was yeah. like you know it's like yeah it's funny but it's like wow it's really well written stuff 
Yeah. And how about you, Gerv? What have you been watching? Oh, man. Full disclosure. Uh, and Hart's going to get really mad at me for this one because he always tells me, man, you got to watch more than just that. And uh, for me, I'm just watching a lot of Bollywood comedy stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That couple hey, if you like it, show. you like it, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm that. But at the same time, because we're kind of working our way back up to where we want to eventually go back to the grind, uh, I've been studying a lot of just a lot of matches, just watching a lot of uh, old school tag team wrestling stuff. So okay. for me, for me, I'm that wrestling nerd that's going to go back to that. So I've been watching and studying a lot of Heart Foundation and old school British Bulldogs. So kind of like nice. my TV, my I, TV I love, shows. Th- those are my favorites. Uh, the Dynamite yeah. <laughs> Kid and, and British uh, uh, David, David, David Boy Smith, Dynamite Kid. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, those those guys were like just untouchable, man. Some of the golden age. Yeah, they were. Yeah. When was the last time you went to the theater? I just went and saw the new Spider-Man, and it was awesome. I haven't seen that that, that Spider-Man. I haven't no, I not I can't even remember. While last was time it I went. pre-COVID, even Always. pre-COVID, we're on the road like two hundred yeah. seventy. You're just really never had a time to, you know, get to. By the time you get home, you just want to not leave the house, <laughs> and then you're back on the road catching airplanes. It's um, funny we talk when you're on the road full time. You're so like. Uh, you're just missing home so much that you can't come. You can't wait to come back home and just watch a Canucks game. Like, but, I don't, <laughs> there you go. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I got really into like the Netflix, Amazon Primes during the long eight-hour travel from Vancouver. So I was like, that's why I was like, when you asked me the question, what shows have you watched? I'm like, you know, Matt, you could, you know, all those long flights we used to take from Vancouver. There was always something I was watching, whether it was like, man, I can't even. Uh, I watched a Dexter, and then you watched a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, house and you know all this stuff you're just watching binge watching all these shows because it's like your job is to get on a plane for eight hours right <laughs> you know pretty easy both. to binge when you got that kind of time on yeah. your hands right so like, kind of the movie theaters is kind of like uh for us it worked out in that sense when you're traveling yeah gurv you just brought up the canucks you guys watching the run again uh this year's uh, crazy since they bring in coach brudrow hey unbelievable well, like uh, like I don't it's know. like a different team man it totally Gosh. and i think it was a I think internally there was something going on. You know, I, I'm not like a hockey expert as far as like knowing what exactly what was happening, but like I can tell like the team's totally different now. It's like day and night difference. Yeah, it's really they weird. Been burnt. They might have just been burnt out and it's like change of scene. Kind of like what's going on with WWE. Time to change things up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, it feels um, like almost like a, it's like an every three, four years with those guys with the WWE where they're kind of, you know, making sure that we're not losing, you know, the attention of our fans, right? What you do yeah. when you're company right yeah big time you almost have to you almost yeah have you can't right it's just okay yeah on to yeah. I, I love i love your uh the old school canucks cap that's that's the the school oh, i know though, right yeah old school. oh check this out old school did you guys ever go to those uh Lollapaloozas at t-bird stadium oh yeah, yeah, yeah. i've heard of those yeah so this is like <laughs> this is like the 92 i think is 91 or 92 where it was like pearl jam and sound garden chili peppers oh. and like that blend in back an insane, an insane, yeah, and then Zeppelin got the big Zepp poster here. Got some rage over here. Oh, uh, you should, you should. I was just, I just saw some old school Canucks uh, pictures of Harv and I wearing our skate logo jerseys. Uh, oh, that nice. we threw up, we threw up on Twitter. So, like, if you want to check the, like, yeah, we're old. We grew up, we grew up playing ice hockey. But we're, you know, so for oh, us, cool. hockey, it was hockey and wrestling for us growing up. Yeah, man, same for me, same for me. <laughs> you know, and, and when I was uh, working at Sea Fox, we'll bring it back to Fox real quick. Uh, did you ever, did you ever hear, like, I always used to have like Yarko Rutu was a guest all the oh, time. Oh, like, what a throwback. Uh, <laughs> and who, it was the, uh, 
am I blanking on his name now? It wasn't Brad May. It was like another one of the tough guys on the team at that time. Uh, um, but yeah, man, I fucking love the Canucks, dude. I mean, I love them. So my yeah. ha- I had tickets for the eighth, which is, I guess, two days from now. Right. Uh, and of course, can't go. Exactly. Sucks. 50%. So yeah, no, I, I've been Sucks. hoping to go too, man. But every time it, something comes up and they keep changing things on. So who knows yeah. what's going to happen? Well, thankfully, I went right before Christmas. I, I had a buddy that had a birthday. So I was like, let's go. And we're gonna, Hell went yeah. and had the $16 beers and everything else. And it was awesome, man. It's so good I to came be in across- the building. I yeah. came across this uh, uh, Twitter handle today. I forget the name of the Twitter handle, but they asked, what was your worst memory, sports memory? And I just tweeted them a picture of Mark Messi holding the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> it has to. It, 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 well, it has I got, to. I, full disclosure, I actually like Messi. I, I was like seven years old. <laughs> yeah, you know, I had some buddies that loved him too. Like just, I just would, I would like kid. tape a picture to, you know, my locker or you know whatever kind of thing like yeah, just taping yeah, yeah. pictures to like windows and shit of mark messier like I, when i when i think of that the navy blue orca when it just debuted i think of messier you know? <laughs> yeah 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 thing that comes to my mind but you oh, know man. he he may very well be one of the best to have ever put on a color. oh absolutely uniform. yeah you know? yeah and deny That's the fact like <laughs> take him away and who is it burry burry yeah yeah, did, was McGillney still there at that time? Oof, McGillney, number eight. Yeah, he was nine. Oof, fuck, he was good too. Yeah, he was good too. Right, Matt, you, you got me with Yarko Rutu. Damn. Oh, I'm Rutu, like, yeah, Rutu. He, he, he and I ever... used to go party hard downtown Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, he was a beauty. He was a beauty. Nice. Hey, what What's the music in your house as a kid growing up? Like, what are you guys? What are you guys listening to? What are the bands you you, you know you first found on your own? Uh, so I, I, for me growing up, uh, got re- introduction to Tupac. I was a big Tupac guy. Still yeah. am. Uh, I grew up on the nineties hip hop, like that Snoop, Dre, West Coast. For me, I still listen to that. I can't like no disrespect to the new music or the new yeah. content out there, but I just can't get, I just, I just can't get into it. So for me, I'm, I keep it nineties, keep it old school for me, Tupac, uh, all these yep. years later, like 20 I, plus years later. <laughs> pretty old school. It's, it's still like Metallica and Johnny Cash and right. stuff like yeah. that. It doesn't change, you know, at this but point. It, here's a story for you, Todd. Like, we, did, we didn't really listen to any of that, uh, uh, any of the um, Metallica until we got in, on the road in wrestling. This, I'm, I'm talking about oh. PWW. Yeah. So, like, a lot of the veterans that we were traveling with back in the day when we were breaking out into the business, they would play Guns N' Roses, Metallica. And that's when I was like, man, this shit's awesome. This shit gets you jacked up. You could be driving. Oh, yeah. This shit, you could be driving at two a.m. in the morning, going to like Lethbridge, and like you know, Metallica. Turn the page comes on. You're like, okay, shit, here we go. Like <laughs> pedal to the metal. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah so, man. Yeah, something no. about music. It uh, it's definitely a game changer for sure. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And, and what was uh, your first concerts? Did you go together or was it a separate thing? Like, what was your first concert you went to? Sorry, go ahead. Or. I've again. Uh, I, I've never actually been to a music concert. Full no, disc- you've never no. been to a concert. No, <laughs> really. I've, I've, you know, we've been to like uh, growing up. Like we, we had a lot of like went to a lot of Bollywood uh, actors. Like right, before. right, right. It was kind of like concerts when you when you say it like that. But it was it was such a big thing in our house. Bollywood movies, and so when the big Bollywood stars would come in, we'd go. We'd go watch. Them. That's yeah. what, like, we, yeah. we got like the Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and all that much later, like eighteen, nineteen, when we got into that. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, because yeah, growing up, it was just 
our cousins were older and they were just strictly into hip hop. So that's all we heard was just hip hop music through them and like the, in the nineties and like my first concert, like my concerts have all been hip hop concerts, like DJ Quick, all the West Coast artists, the yeah. Outlaws came through, um, Warren G. You know, oh, like, Warren G. Yeah, nice. yeah. So I, there's when a I say, Yeah, when I'm talking about West Coast, like that's straight up. Yeah, I'm like straight up West Coast music. So uh, yeah, that, those are OG. my. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's my that, that, that's my concert list for you. But uh, going back to also what my brother was saying, like a lot of Bollywood uh, concerts with our family growing up as well, like. I think the the loudest reaction I've ever heard, even this includes wrestling, hockey, whatever, was for a Bollywood actor, Shah Rukh Khan. When he came onto stage, man, like the I I I can just feel the hair on my arm just moving back. You know what I'm saying? It was wow. it was a, it was the loudest thing ever. But uh, that's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. um, are you guys into you know other sports? Obviously, Canucks, and we love uh, hockey and wrestling and stuff. But did you guys get into like the UFC fights and Bellator and all that? Did you guys watch that at all? Early on, I mean, I was big into UFC when, like, GSP was there. Uh, I remember when, when Lesnar was, you know, first coming on the scene. Like, that's right. when How I crazy was... is that? Lesnar, like, really? Just coming yeah. in and, do, like, destroying people. It's like, yeah, right. well, he's a fucking tough guy, even though he's, like, these are pre-planned moves in the WWE and wherever he's wrestling and stuff. But, like, he's, really still, tough. he's still tough as nails, man. Yeah, and that was 15 years ago. And fast forward now, and he's still just the beast that he was back then. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, man. I saw a, I saw a picture of Brock Lesnar on the, on Twitter or like Facebook or something like that about a week back, and it was when he was like eighteen or nineteen years old, and he was so freaking jacked. Yeah, like his neck muscles were like. And hey, Todd. Like I don't know if you know, but we've ripped. we've been to we we've been to Suplex City. I don't know if you've seen it on YouTube or not, but no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we had a segment with him uh, a few nice. years ago. So, yeah, which. Uh, a lot of a lot of people were concerned for our well being, but uh, we made it home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, he's got to be. He's got to have a hundred pounds on you guys, right? You see the new picture with him and Gretzky and Rick Talk. I, was it uh, Talkit that he's with, or somebody oh. else? But this picture of Gretzky and Lesnar uh, together from last week is very recent. Okay, well, check that out. Yeah, 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 man, legends, legends, boys. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up with one last question because uh, I'm going way over the time I told you I, I'd need. Um, so. Each of you, I need a near-death story where you're like, holy crap, I could have died there. Yeah, okay. Well, right. I think you and I, I don't know, if, I think you and I might share the same one, but uh, let's, let's hear your for. I don't know which one you're going to mention. <laughs> I love it that there's like more than one. <laughs> Are you talking about for one? Hell tour, yeah, remember when Vance? I, I actually had the, I, I, I break out into hives. Oh shit! I, yeah. I, anaphylaxis. When you know when you uh, you're, oh my my wife is uh, deadly uh, like uh, anaphylactic shock. Yeah, no, I was it was like long time ago, eight seven eight years, and I I was at the gym and I just remember my face I swelled up and I didn't have my Benadryl and my asthma spray and I was like I'll just walk back home, and by the time I came home I just passed out on the stairs, and my mom and dad they're crying they're running around and all, <laughs> I I was done. Like I was, I couldn't breathe, and like I, I literally soiled my pants because I think people don't realize that when you're kind of about to go, you lose bo all bodily function. Wow, so I, wow, just, man! I crapped my pants, I peed my pants, and I, I just saw this white light and just stopped breathing, and it just, yeah. And then luckily, uh, the the ambulance showed up in time. They gave me the, the that, that epipen, epipen, and started breathing. But I remember that, like I was like, by, by like, up. I, I was a goner. 
Wow. God, I might... Oh, shit, that's... Dude, that's crazy. Need... <laughs> it's like, I didn't even know, man. Like, what, no, I, I remember you telling me, what, what year, when was this? It was like, when we were in the Indies, man. This was, I this still remember. Came back from Sport Check and... Shit. Yeah. Crazy, I remember, dude. Yeah, I remember the ambulance came and... It was, and I, I, you know, I get it every now and then, but I have to carry my uh, pills with me everywhere I go. I carry my pills. Yeah, I, my wife still to this day, yeah, man, I, she uh, carries an EpiPen with her. Like, I uh, can't. And it's only since the birth of our first kid that suddenly she just became like allergic to everything. They couldn't figure out what it was. It was like pitted fruits. It was like cut grass. It was this certain tree. It was fucking this and that. It was like everything, man. Like it was. Like everywhere I go, I have to carry this pouch. Crazy man. Yeah, you, it's like every I have to just carry this with me every because I'm like I never know when I'm gonna. I was actually at H and M. It's like a week ago, in Langley at the Langley Mall, I was buying some Christmas stuff, and I just broke out. And, and luckily, you, you I can feel it though, right? It starts to yeah. kind of tingle in like, yo, oh, it's happening, it's happening. You, oh I, you shit! Don't, you don't know the trigger. It's I think you week. explained it once to me. It's like a pre-workout buzz. If you take a pre-workout drink and like you start feeling yeah. a tingle sensation. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, that, and that's the other thing is like, they don't really know how it comes on. Right. Like sometimes it's like, well, it's fitness related. It, it started happening after I was working out. Well, the next time is like, I was sitting on the couch. I don't know. Yeah. No idea. Oh. I don't know. Well, scary don't stuff, know. man. I don't know how I'm going to top that Todd. Yeah. But, I know. Right. Uh, <laughs> you want to just like tap out. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> right. But I don't like, know we, that. <laughs> <laughs> well we used to do these tours called the northern hell tours uh that were uh they took place up in northern manitoba on uh, reserves and we used to do them obviously after reading stories of like edge and christian and jericho those guys did them back in the the 90s when they were breaking out and we we're like oh man if uh edge and christian did those tours and made it to the wwf if we do those tours possibly we'll get there but uh anyways we were wrapping up these tours and you gotta remember you're driving on frozen lakes and only way you can drive is it's like it has to be in the negatives like i think the coldest time we drove was like minus 50 but uh yeah yeah here we are driving through these frozen lakes and we're wrapping up the tour coming back into the city of winnipeg from northern manitoba down to winnipeg we're catching a highway i think harv i don't know if you i believe you were probably in the truck with me but there's uh four of us and uh, the driver lost control of the, the the pickup truck and we spun literally five times on the highway and this might not sound like a lot but we fell two feet into a into a ditch and for us like you know just everyone screaming and you know just like holy shit like we're sp- as we're spinning and i'm like holy shit like what the hell so you know that was like the closest thing as far as near-death experience for us personally as far as in wrestling goes um i can't think of anything off else off the top of my head but like yeah. um but it's just driving on those frozen lakes i mean you know whatever happened to the bollywood boys oh well yeah, they, passed like, they, 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 they passed away in Winnipeg somewhere. So. Yeah, they went driving on a lake. <laughs> yeah. Thinking the whole time, what am I doing driving right? on this yeah. frozen lake? No, no, yeah. it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, man, other than that, I don't know. I can't top Harv's. So. Yeah, Harv's for me. Come on. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. <laughs> All right, boys. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up here, man. Thank you again for taking some time and, uh, and joining the podcast here. Uh, you're easy to find on Twitter at Bollywood Boys, boys with a Z yes sir uh and uh easy to find on instagram as well yes sir awesome um faith guys are active on facebook at all or no it's more of a uh, private yeah just okay yeah. So, to my social media out there todd 
Yeah, I know, right? It's hard to keep up, man. Sometimes it's hard to keep up. All right, guys, have a great night, and uh, Cheers, I guess we'll we'll see you online. Nice to meet you. You too, yep. man. Thanks, Todd. The Toddcast Podcast on ToddHancock.ca. Hi, it's Jennifer, a founder of Go Kid Go and a mom to two kids. Join my family on the story train with calm conductor Birdie each night as we travel through the magic rainbow tunnel to everywhere and anywhere to find the best bedtime stories. Search for Story Train on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank <laughs> you.